Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with Pete Agnew, founding member of Nazareth. And you know their music, Hair of the Dog, a huge album. The song uh, is covered by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Uh, and and took off once again and covered by so many different bands. Love Hurts, Dream On is another one of their hits. And the first Scottish band ever to break through, 1971, is uh, is where Pete comes from. If you went in a time machine and went back there, and uh, you know he'd he'd have to explain a lot that he's still around after all this time and doing strong, uh, strong uh, venues, uh, packing out houses and doing wonderful things. Nazareth still going strong. Pete Agnew and his son on drums. Pete, welcome back. Well, nice to be back. Here we go. Now, getting back to the, the songs and the longevity of the songs, I do you have any idea of how many people covered Hair of the Dog? How many people covered Love Hurts? I, well, I think, you know, I, I think Love, Love Hurts was, I mean, I mean, Love Hurts has got something like, uh, I mean, it was, we covered it. I mean, when we covered it, we were, we were like the, the 43rd version, I think, the 42nd version of it, but we got the hit with it, you know, the big, the big hit with it. Uh, but I mean, it was their Blue Brothers initially in the 60s, you know, when Bob Law Bryant wrote the song, and everybody sung it, you know, Roy Orbison. Uh, but your song, your song is the the one Love that Hurt. took off. Yeah, Love Hurts. Yeah, but the one, but the one, the one that became the the the, the legendary version of it is the one that, that Nazareth did, uh, which is uh, it's quite it's quite amazing when you consider all the people that actually covered it, you know. And uh, that was a it was a fantastic song for a start. And obviously, a fifty-seven different acts wouldn't have covered it. <laughs> but I mean, it's just been has been done so many times. And you know, here the dog. Actually, we've been we've been pretty well covered uh, by by a lot of the songs that we've done. Uh, we've heard some beauties, by the way. I mean, some really really good. And there's there's the, the ones that we like to go for are the fun ones that, that, that sort of stopped us in our tracks, you know. And there was one. Uh, one of the song that would had a, a place a place in your heart, which is a great. It was a kind of, it was a kind of. We were we were doing it as a kind of tongue in cheek thing about the country music, you know. It's a great record. I mean, I, we love playing it. But we were on a German autobahn one time. We were travelling over there in the seventies. We saw this. These four guys who were dressed up with these oompa pad kind of thing, you know, on this record, <laughs> on this cassette thing, yeah. and it was a German, and it was a German band, and they were doing "Placing Your Heart" in German uh, with an oompa band. I've got to tell you, that was something that stopped us in our tracks. We had to, we even bought that. We had to buy that. Uh, and then the other one that we had a really good laugh with, we, you know, the song "Bad Bad Boy," which was a huge hit for us uh, in Europe. Uh, the first time we went to Japan. Dan and I were standing in an elevator, and we were in this big, there was the Hilton the in, in Tokyo, and we are just at the doors closed, we were going, I we could recognize this song, you know, this ding, 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 ding going on, like, and we realized that it was, it was a girl singing Bad, Bad Boy in Japanese. Oh. I'm a bad, bad boy. So that was absolutely hilarious. You that, know? Was, so, that was Razabaz, well, right? That was that, that, that's right. <laughs> right. So we've had some cracking versions and cover versions of their songs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, just uh, it, it's it, it's surreal how many people have covered your songs, and everyone thinks of 
Love Hurts as as your song. I mean, that's, you know, you've adopted, you shanghaied that song. Uh, nobody that's thinks right. of any of the other versions, you know, it's Nazareth's version. You still hear That's it. right. I mean, you know, people, I mean, as when, because you do a thing, and you, it's because it's so well known, everybody just assumes that, well, not everybody, but a large majority of the people think you wrote it, you know. Uh, I wish I had. <laughs> I said, that's what, that's what it was. Said. Yeah, that would keep me going nicely. I wouldn't have to work with these days. But, um, no, it's, uh, it was it was Felice and Broadway, Felice Bryant and Broadway Bryant, man and wife. They used to write a lot of this. I mean, they wrote all the, you know, Bye Bye Love and all, all, all these, all these uh, um, early Everly Brothers songs. You know, they, they wrote a lot of that stuff. And, uh, they, they wrote a lot of classic songs, really. And uh, I was just the one we, we used to play it when we were travelling around when we were younger in a van we were travelling from gig to gig and it was Graham Parsons and Emily Harris he, Graham Parsons did it on Grievous Angel the album and that's the version that we used to like in fact that was what we were trying to copy we were going to copy it just like that but by mistake the guys uh, Manny and uh, recorded the back back, back and track with Daryl the drummer we did doing the back and track and Dan and I were away at a friend's wedding at the time and when we come back we heard it in this key it was the same key as uh, they'd, they'd done the Grievous Angel with uh, Dan Parsons and we were going to do it as a harmony thing with Dan and I but anyway it was so low Dan had to sing it on the octave and had to sing it up and of course as you know it's like unbelievably high in the middle of when he did that incredible note that he yeah. sings in there. unbelievable and uh, yeah and uh, when he did that, uh, you know, that, that just, you know, that was like no other person after that. And then, well, actually, I remember the thing said to me, are you going to go in and put on the harmony? And I just burst out laughing. I thought, have you put a harmony on that thing? <laughs> so it just became, it became the monster of it. And it was done by mistake because if we'd have been there, we would have done it in that key. We would have said, no, no, that's, that's impossible. We can't do it there. Uh, but because we we loved uh, we had to go into it. So uh, there you go. It's a, that's a wee, it's a true story. And that's what happened. That's terrific. Uh, Pete Agnew is the voice you're hearing. We got him for a couple more minutes here. He's the founding member of Nazareth, still going strong since 1971. And yeah. a bassist, a vocalist, not a lead vocalist, but a vocalist. And, uh, and it, it just a, a wonderful job of keeping everything together. He's the keeper of the flames. And uh, the flame, um, and it just kept it going great. Frank McKay here with Pete Agnew. Uh, go ahead, Pete. You're going to say something. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm the acting subject major with the band these days. That's what I'm <laughs> Well, you've seen a lot of changes, obviously, over the years. I mean, uh, tremendous uh, amount of changes. Uh, and you also you also got a, a boost from MTV. And uh, that that was unusual for, for a band that really hit it big in 75 to to get another boost in uh in i guess 81 82 83 uh mtv started playing you guys yeah well, what are you saying about that time at 83? mtv mtv uh started playing your your songs I played love hearts well, well, I, I, well, they did. I mean, that's just where it came out you know and, and they were looking for material i remember at the time when uh when MTV started, I remember going to Dan and I went to New York and we were in Manhattan to do a lot of um, to do a whole bunch of interviews and stuff. It was a new album was out at the time. I think it was cinema or something like that. No, no, it was before that. Two XS or something like that. Two XS, I think it was. Anyway, we were there and, uh, and 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 it was the beginning of the MTV thing. And I remember doing the uh, filming, us doing the sort of MTV DJ kind of people. You know, yeah. we we had to we had to do a show. 
And, uh, and well, I, remember some, I, remember, I remember something about that. And, the, and they were just experimenting with, with MTV at the time, you know? So they were, they were basically started out using all the classic stuff, you know? So it was lucky for us that, that we had classic stuff, you know, that they would use. And as you say, you know, it gave... It brought the, the the band back to the to to the to the forefront again, you know, and and look at the public remind you of you know remind them, you know. But I mean, the thing is, we 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 also had a lot of uh, we had a lot of stuff going on in Europe at that, in, in the eighties as well, you know. So we were, it's, as I say, we were, as I say, we were one of those bands where, you know, we we used to get we would get hits in different countries, but they were all different songs. And they were kind of funny because, uh, as I think I mentioned earlier on in the show, for anybody that missed it, well, is you know we would get we would we would get a would would get a number one uh, someplace, and it would not even register, and and you know say in Europe, you know, it was weird. It's just just very weird. So we've always had um, we've always had a kind of spread, you know, yeah. of the material that we do, you know. Well, listen, we got a couple more moments with Pete Agnew, uh, fascinating stuff, uh, founding member of Nazareth, 1971. He's He's been at it, uh, bassist uh, for uh, the great band, Nazareth. Uh, what about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And pardon my ignorance, are you guys in that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you know, no, no, you know, we're, we're, we're never, well, basically, you know, we're never that way. Do you know, this, this, will, this will shock you. <laughs> Do you know that who's, people that who's not in the Rock and Roll Joe Cocker is not. It's unbelievable. I mean, how is this can, possible? Can you, you believe that? Yeah, well, you and Joe Cocker, and, and there's a lot uh, of. Well, I, I just think that Joe Cocker might be. I mean, that he is definitely a one-off. That there's nothing in the world like compared to that guy. Like he, he just, he just turned, he turned it upside down when he came along, and he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just think that's shocking, you know. But no, no, there's loads of bands like us, and I'm, and and never will be. And you know, I, I think that's fair enough to tell you the truth because yeah, I, uh, I don't think that's true. By the way, I don't. Well, think, yeah, that, you know, like I, say, I think they're going to run out of bands. I mean, there's no rock and roll bands well, anymore. So, uh, well, I, you know, I like to feel that way. But, uh, I mean, I know, but, well, no pals in uh, Deep Purple. It's, it's not that long since they just go and um, you know yeah, they, they, right. they were inducted into it. Um, just I think it was just a couple of years ago. In fact, I think I remember Roger talking to us about it when it was just about to happen. You know, but it's um, it's um, I think it's uh, I, I don't know if he's listen i wouldn't say anything too bad about the rock and roll hall of fame i think they're going to run out of bands to put in they're going to have to put you in it's ridiculous you should have been in there already <laughs> i looked for you i went to the rock and roll hall of fame and i was like wait where's nazareth and i looked around looked around, and i just didn't see you and uh, uh I, I was surprised uh, joe cocker i didn't even <laughs> think about uh, looking, I. Oh well, that, that, that was the one that shocked me. That, that really shocked yeah. me. But, well, listen, yeah, don't say anything just, bad. They're going to run out of bands pretty soon, and they, there's no rock bands anymore. Everything's hip hop or whatever. But hey, look, it, you, you've been great.